Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. We are the answer. And we want to thank the great guys at Gun Sports or Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego. 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to Gun Range San Diego for all of your gun needs, classes, uh, repair, you name it. Gun Range San Diego can do it for you. Again, 7853 Balboa Avenue. Just go to com. Well, Lance, my friend, what's going on? So good to see you, Uncle Dave. How are you so today? So good to see you, too. Ever since we had a mashed potato and bacon pizza. It all sounds so that sound, Doesn't that sound like, I tell you, I was telling Dave that Dude. if I ever saw that on a menu, I'd never order it because I'd be such a pig. But I saw it on TV, and I had to go there, and that was in North Park. It's called... It's uh, a coal fire pizza. It's called Urban. And so it's a, it's a mashed potato pizza with bacon on it. I only had one complaint. Not enough bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never enough bacon. It was, yeah, it was yeah, yeah awesome. So, so what you got planned for the show today? You know what we're doing today is um, we got we got Mike. We're going to be talking about uh, you know Trump and the NRA stuff, and then we got um, Dylan calling in and and that kind of stuff, and then we got our friend Charlie in studio. He does some social media stuff for a big uh, car company here in town. Cool. So uh, that's what we're doing. So what's happening with Mister Trump and that whole NRA thing? Well, here, let's Mr. kick it Schwartz. off. Actually. Uh, uh, what I wanted to bring to everybody's attention is uh, kind of it's a story about why shows like this are important. It's a story about why organizations like San Diego County Gun Owners, the NRA, is so important. Uh, if you check out uh, San Diego County Gun Owners dot com, I actually posted the uh, story up on San Diego County Gun Owners dot com. Can't don't miss it. Go check out the story. It's uh, Gavin Newsom calls out the NRA, suggests lives being saved by gun control. Oh and so that's and if you don't know who Gavin Newsom is, he's our uh, esteemed lieutenant governor who's looking to be our, our next governor. And he is about as anti, uh, you know, Second Amendment, anti-gun sports as 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 you can as you can be. Uh, absolutely horrible. So he tweeted out, um, hey, NRA, the people of California have already spoken loudly. We reject your money driven agenda. We're focused on saving lives. Isn't that great? That's yeah. what they do. How unbelievable! How unbelievably! Because what was that, uh, that, that that last thing he passed? It's got safety for all or something like the that. Safety for all. Actually. Yeah, safety for all. And what's important to point out, and you know, with shows like this and in different organizations, again, if you want to read that uh, that uh, article, it's up on San Diego County dot com. So check it out. But you know, he talks about uh, rejecting the money driven agenda, and, and yep. like you talked about with Prop sixty three, Lance. Uh, you know, that ammo regulation was actually, it's going to allow different shops to corner the market. So they would actually end up making more money um, if they could corner the market on ammunition. Still, all the shops, all the dealers, everybody is against this idea. So to call it a, a money-driven agenda is absolutely ridiculous. And even the assault weapons ban kind of, you know, it's created kind of a cottage industry, um, like with like these mag locks and right. the featureless. Yep. So you would think like, well, heck, we're, we we want these laws to make more money. Absolutely not. Even the people that come up with these uh, different products, 
they don't want to make more money. They want their gun rights. They want their Second Amendment rights. You get, you know, and Charlie and I were talking on the way over here. It's, you know, when you wake up, when you're born as an American, I mean, you wouldn't think if you had to go to New York right now that you might be stopped from doing it because, for whatever reason. It's your natural right to be able to go. Right. Well, when you're born as American, the Second Amendment right, it's your natural right to own a gun. Yep. Boom. You know, type of deal. And look how all this stuff comes, you know, people start eroding away, and that's why we're here. And we got to earn it back. And I, I frankly think the industry deserves praise uh, for not being selfish, for not being money-driven, but for saying, hey, look, uh, these laws need to go away. Yeah. Rights are more important than profits. You know, there's a lot of laws that California, you know, uh, puts in that totally goes against the Second Amendment, like the the, the California approved roster you know the pistol the, roster the pistol roster yeah the handgun roster the california approved handgun roster and they say you can you can have this gun but you can't have that gun how would that work if we said all right you can go to the library yeah. but you can't check out you can't check out this book but you can't check out that book or how would it work if we say you can go to this church but you can't go to that church yeah you can read cosmo but you can't read the new york times right yeah i mean how would that work in any <laughs> other part of the amendment for 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 freedom or religion freedom of religion, freedom of speech, anything like that, it would be absurd to have something like that in place. But because it's the Second Amendment and the Ninth, the ninth District is so biased, you know, they're letting, this, they're letting these things, you know, fly through. Well, the, and the story, uh, you know, again, the story's posted at SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com. Check it out. But the story is actually by Breitbart, and it covers his tweet. And what's happened, you know, kind of a it, – it's, it's overall good, but what's happened is um, – uh, these uh, politicians now have an, uh, an outlet to say whatever they want to anybody. Um, so th- this kind of misinformation gets out off of Twitter and that sort of thing, and people pass it off as facts, which is why it's important for shows like this and organizations and their members to get out there and talk about some of the, some of the real facts uh, that, that matter. You know, he, he talks about how these gun bans have saved lives, and it's absolutely not true. In fact, if you look at some of the – like the Center for the Disease Control, which is an unbiased – uh, organization, um, and they point out in their studies that eighty percent of homicides with that or where they use a gun are gang related. They're gang related. So banning guns and and restricting uh, gun rights for law abiding citizens uh, that's not going to stop gangs from using guns. It's ridiculous to suggest that. Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, by definition, a criminal doesn't follow the law. So how does making more gun laws stop criminals? It doesn't. It just Past the hands of law-abiding citizens who want to follow the law. And speaking of that, uh, we were at dinner last night with some friends, and um, unfortunately, they were having dinner in France right there by the Arc de Triomphe oh, when that whole thing went down. And um, they didn't hear anything. They just saw some people running, and they didn't really know why. Oh, my gosh. And, and so, you know, it's horrible, horrible. And um, and I said, well, I asked them, I said, you know, I, I guess in France, you know, you can't own a gun, so how did those guys get guns? Yeah. <laughs> How yeah, did those bad guys thing, get huh? guns and be able to, you know, to do that that terrible stuff? Well, well I've I've never been a believer of being proactive or, or reactive. I've always been a believer of proactive, mm-hmm. and just you know, just the fact that that when when Trump said what he was going to do to the border, look what it did. Look all the people that stopped coming across. I mean, if everybody out there knew that we had the option to carry. Yeah, I don't think there'd be anybody chasing people around as much as they do. Well, and that's another thing. Most, as far as defensive use of firearms, how often do Americans actually use a firearm per year to to defend their life or their dignity? The lowest number. And it depends on how you do the uh, the numbers. Do you the know, math. Yeah. Does it do? Do cops count? Does it count if I just show a gun, or do I have to actually have to use it? 
the very lowest number is 55,000 times every year. That's the lowest number. Most estimates are up in the hundreds of thousands, and some are as high as $2 million. And, uh, and to, that, to, to your point, so, um, Dave, we uh, talking to a uh, – a minister one time about this whole thing, you know, about, I feel like I'm a sitting duck when I go to a, a movie theater nowadays. Oh, yeah. I just don't like it. Uh, or a mall. And, um, you know, cause of the bad guys. And what the minister said was, well, you know, if someone had a concealed carry, there might be a shootout. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's the idea. We have a chance to survive. Oh, instead of a one there way. might be a shootout. Right. Instead of a one way. Well, I was stuff. on, I was at KUSI, did a fantastic job last week of, of, of uh, presenting, you know, what's going on with the NRA and Trump really and did. the lawsuits and everything. And I was actually at the gun range, San Diego. They Monday were there, night. yeah. Yep. And the reporter uh, said, okay, well, and we were going over the, the assault weapons ban and I was showing, you know, this is what, what they're actually banning. And she said to me, okay, so this is to stop mass murderers. And I said, well, if you're <laughs> expecting, you know, mass murderers to be law abiding, then we're definitely failing as far as public safety goes. And, and you can see it kind of go, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. You know, we're not going to, there are already serial, serial killers or mass murderers are already murderers. They're not going to stop and go, well, they don't want me to use this. So I got to use something else. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The criminals are going to say, say, what are the rules again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't go out and shoot I'm willing to, I'm Thursday. willing to kill somebody, but I'm not willing to break a gun law. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but Trump did speak at the uh, NRA right. convention. That's the, That makes him the first uh, president since Reagan. Did you listen to that speech? I listened to the whole thing. So did I. I listened to the whole thing. And it was awesome. He is quite po- – I think he's the biggest Second Amendment advocate in the White House. Period. Period. Uh, even more so than Reagan, in my opinion. Period. Um, I think it's it's going to be great. But there are they're filing lawsuits, uh, CRPA and NRA, and then there's also Firearms Policy Coalition. They're starting to file lawsuits, which John Dillon's going to talk about here coming up. But they're yeah. they're finally saying, okay, that's it. We're going to fight against the assault weapons ban. It's a, you know it's been around for thirty years and it's getting worse and worse and worse. So they're filing a lawsuit against the. Uh, uh, assault weapons ban. Firearms Policy Coalition is filing a lawsuit against the magazine ban, um, and they're starting to you know feel like they have the support from the courts. Maybe not in the lower courts in California, but you know Trump is going to be able to um, appoint more and more judges, and they feel like okay, well let's get out yeah. there now. So yeah. by the time it trickles up, you know we can do some fighting. But again. You know, law, lawsuits are important, but it's not activism. Sitting there watching an attorney file a, a lawsuit is not activism. That's so right. no. we got to do our part, too. Yes. They're doing their part. So Get off yeah. your duff. Yeah, and you can. You can. <laughs> I you can make a difference. Boots right, on the ground. Let's take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. We want to give a big thank out to Gun Range San Diego. Already. AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back, Gun Sports Radio, right here on AM 1170. I'm Dave. He is Lance. Yeah, who? Are you okay there, short court? Yeah. 
This segment is brought to you by the good folks at Trident Gunsmithing. Go to tridentgunsmithing.com, tridentgunsmithing.com, located up in the Miramar area. And let me tell you, a phenomenal bunch of guys. And they specialize in the older guns, black powder and, and all. In fact, they sent me something to tell you about, and I left it at home, so I'll have to tell you, have to tell you next week. But go to Trident Gunsmithing. Is that like an event or something they're doing, or they want to talk about something? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I still have the sisters there. I haven't visited them. In I know. I said hi to them. Yeah. I say hi I to them every to go week. go say hi to them. Hey, we're uh, going to have John Dillon call in. He's with Gatsky Dillon and Balance. He is our resident lawyer in-house. Well, not in-house. He's out of house. And he's got some latest news, and I'm sure he was glued to the NRA uh, you know, event yeah. as well with Mr. Trump. How you doing there, John? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's kicking? Uh, well, we actually have uh, a lot of stuff that went on in the last uh, week and a half, and uh, some of it seems to be pretty exciting. Uh, Michael touched on this right before you guys took a break, but we have two uh, new lawsuits and complaints have been filed in the last week and a half, challenging various laws that California put into place this last year. Uh, the first one was uh, on April 24th, the CRPA filed a complaint challenging the most recently implemented assault weapon laws. Uh, they have seven plaintiffs, uh, seven named plaintiffs, and including the California Rifle and Pistol Association, and they're suing for declaratory relief and injunctive relief uh, to stop the enforcement of the new laws. So basically, for anyone who doesn't know exactly what we're talking about, uh, California passed a massive amount of new gun control laws uh, in 2016. Uh, some of those laws had to do with assault weapons. They essentially redefined what an assault weapon was in California, and it made hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of legally owned firearms uh, assault weapons, which will be illegal to possess, transfer, or pass down uh, if they're not registered before 2018. And in fact, even if you do register these things, you cannot sell them or pass them down to your children, uh, even if it is registered. Well, let me ask you this, John. Now, has this law been passed? So the law was passed back in 2016, and it became effective January 1st, 2017. Uh, So... uh, Currently, right now, we're in a year-long period of time where we have been granted the permission to uh, register these uh, rifles that fall under the new assault weapon definition. However, as we've discussed previously before, the online registration system has still not been set up by the California Department of Justice. So even if someone (laughs) wanted to register their assault weapon, it is currently impossible. Now, but, if we're filing lawsuits against them, does that stop the the law, or does the law just continually go roll along? And our, it, so these lawsuits, when I say they're suing for declaratory and injunctive right? relief, basically the declaratory relief is basically, in a sense, they are bringing a law in front of a judge, and they want a judge to determine whether or not this law is good law or whether it's bad law basically constitutional or unconstitutional. And then based off of that determination, if the judge says, hey, this law is unconstitutional, they're requesting injunctive relief. Now, injunctive relief, that means they're in a permanent injunction, which is what they're requesting, that means that the law will be stopped and it won't be allowed to be enforced or be effective. Uh, So that's what they're trying to get. 
uh, in this complaint. And under the complaint, they're challenging the assault weapon laws based off of uh, the Second Amendment. Uh, basically, they're stating that these laws are prohibiting a class of arms that, uh, to quote DCV Heller, that are overwhelmingly chosen by the American society, uh, which is an unconstitutional act. Uh, the Second Amendment protects arms that are typically possessed by law-abiding citizens for lawful purposes. And uh, Boy, these that, rifles that... that are now being defined as assault weapons, they are commonly used uh, rifles that are honestly owned by millions of Americans across the country. But that's that's great to hear that they're uh, fighting for the injunction. It seems like our side never gets the injunction, you know? It never rules that, okay, well, we're going to pause this or permanently stop it just because it's a ridiculous piece of legislation. What do you think the chances of at least getting a temporary injunction are? Uh, it's going to be steep. Uh, it's going to be a difficult thing to get, even with a great argument. You know, generally speaking, California courts are not too accepting of, you know, Second Amendment pro uh, Second Amendment challenges uh, against the law. So, you know, in my opinion, this lawsuit uh, they they filed it not to win at the district court level. They they filed it to win in the United States Supreme Court level. In the Supreme Court. Now, is yeah, it, I think they fully anticipate going all the way with this. If this were not a Second Amendment case, do you feel like that an injunction uh, w- would be easier to get? I mean, do you feel like do they generally uh, uh, give well, injunctions or? Oh, injunctions are granted on actually a fairly routine basis if you're considering all aspects of the law. Uh, but it really it depends on the exact challenges they're making, the arguments, and you know how the court sees it. The the great thing is that they're not only challenging this law off Second Amendment grounds; they're also challenging the law off a of due process uh, through the due process clause of the Fourteenth Amendment and also the takings clause of the Fifth Amendment. Uh, to give people background on this, the due process clause of the Fourteenth Amendment uh, basically states that no state shall deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Uh, and w- what we're seeing here, this is retroactive, retroactive legislation that's making legal conduct or owning these rifles illegal by making them assault weapons. And uh, as courts have said, when you use retroactive legislation like this, it is dangerous and it's very easy to become unconstitutional in how they're implemented and how it's affected uh, gun owners and just people in general. So that's another challenge that they're making in this complaint. And the last one is the takings clause of the Fifth Amendment. And that's applied through the 14th Amendment to the states. And that also is a a property protection in the sense that uh, states shall not... uh, or it basically says this, nor shall private property be taken from <coughs> an individual without uh, just compensation. Uh, and in these laws, when uh, you have a registered assault weapon in California, you cannot sell it. And when you die, it cannot be passed down to your children. I know a lot of people, they have firearms that become heirlooms and family you know, uh, treasures. And so they get passed on generation to generation. And you won't be able to do that under the new law. Even if you register your rifle and the state knows all about it and they know all the features it has and they know everything about your life, uh, if you die, you either have to turn that in or uh, your family has to turn it into law enforcement or it has to be destroyed. And so under the law, the argument is that the government is taking that private property 
that legally owned private property from you without any due process where they're not bringing it to the court on an individual basis, in a sense, uh, claiming the reasons why they deserve to take it from you, and they're not giving any compensation in return. So you, you don't see the California uh, Department of Justice saying they're going to start writing checks to people for uh, all the guns they have to turn in and uh, hand over if they don't register. Well, they should. <laughs> I mean... They don't have that much money, that's for sure. Well, no, that... Are you kidding? Don't even get me started. Between that but and... I know the, I, I ran through a lot of the, the the claims on that case, and you know, I tried to summarize it uh, the best way I could without you know going <laughs> deep into the law, but one of the things I wanted to talk about, which are uh, discussed in this complaint, which I think are some great facts that people are not aware of, but... Uh, in the complaint, it states that between 1990 and 2014, more than 11 million rifles uh, with at least some of the features that are outlawed in these new assault weapons laws were manufactured or imported into the United States. And then uh, in 2012 alone, those rifles that have at least some of these features accounted for 20% of the entire retail firearms industry wow. and sales. And then in 2014, approximately 1,228,000 rifles like this were manufactured and sold in the United States. Well, correct me so, if I'm wrong, but it seems like the, the important part of that statistic is the Heller versus D.C. Uh, uh, decision, which talked about, you know, hey, if, if these are commonly owned and operated firearms, then, mm -hmm. you know, you definitely can't you, you can't ban them. Is that is that kind of the significance there? Yeah, and that's the angle that they're going for when they are claiming those facts, is that these are common rifles. You know, I'd go so far as to say as most every gun owner I come across these days has at least some uh, variety of these rifles that have, you know, some, all, or, you know, one or two of these features. So, I mean, these are owned by everyone. It's I, true. I have a 76-year-old mother who owns an AR. <laughs> I mean, yeah. truly. You know, yeah, <laughs> a lot I, of I them out many there. People, yeah, many people that I know, their first gun was, you know, what are, we're now going to be calling assault weapons under California law. That was the first gun they ever bought because they're user-friendly, it's easy and safe to handle, and that's one of the other arguments they talk about is all these features that uh, – the state has now said create an assault weapon. They do nothing to change the fire, uh, the rate of fire, the capacity, the power, or the lethality of these rifles. They're simply cosmetic and uh, basic comfort accessories that allow you know different sized people to easily use and uh, comfortably hold and use a firearm. So it's been 27 years since they first passed the assault weapons ban, and they expanded it in 2000. They expanded it last year. What? Why? Why now? Like, why all of a sudden are they uh, confident uh, that they can win a, a court case? Well, uh, I honestly think the main reason is we now have a full uh, United States Supreme Court uh, with the with Judge uh, Gorsuch now on the bench who seems to be at least an originalist type of uh, interpreter of the Constitution, and he applies the Constitution in the originalist fashion, uh, he tends to lean 
in a more pro-Second Amendment interpretation when it comes to the Constitution and the right to bear arms. Uh, obviously, that's no guarantee that you know any and all pro-Second Amendment cases will you know he'll lean on the side and choose on the side of the pro-Second Amendment, but. Uh, it does help, and I think having that, we in in one way to look at it, you have a majority of the people on the Supreme Court that would lean pro Second Amendment in these decisions, and having that, uh, you know, some, that we haven't had that in a long time, mm-hmm. and so I think that gave the extra confidence and push to really go after it. Like I said, I think these cases are being brought and f- being filed right now uh, because they. You know, obviously they want to win in the lower courts, but they fully expect to go to the Supreme Court. And, right. uh, you know, that's what, you know, a good lawyer always plans for is you, you plan for the appeal. You don't plan to, uh, to finish the case right away. You want to plan ahead. Uh, they're obviously planning ahead in this, and they're planning to go all the way, or, and they should be. Because, again, California courts are not very friendly with uh, pro-Second Amendment arguments. Nope, we need to go to the We've top. We've seen that multiple times uh, in some of the most recent cases in California. Crazy. John, thank you very much. Give it the website. Uh, yeah, it's cafirearmslaw.com, and it's Gatsky, Dillon, Balance, and Carlsbad. Our number is 760-431-9501. All right, folks. Thanks, so when John. in doubt, don't call John. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> See you uh, next Saturday. Thanks, John. Sounds good. See you, buddy. All right, does everybody say goodbye? All right, good. All right, we're going to take a small break. You're listening to Gunsports Radio right here on AM 1170, The Answer. AM 1170, The Answer. Ah. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. We are the answer. Yes, we are. And this lovely segment is brought to you by those guys. Those guys. Those guys. Those guys. We love those guys. Gun Range San Diego, where nobody, absolutely nobody does it better. Got Joe Holyfield in the house. But if you've never been to Gun Range San Diego, folks, I mean, if you've never been to a gun range, period, that's the one you need to go to. If you go to that one, then you won't need to go to any other one. Trust me, because you'll go to some of the other ones. You'll go, oh, this isn't really what I thought it was going to be about. But if you go to Gun Range San Diego where the people are friendly, the place is beautiful, it's got great ranges, it's got talented and technical individuals, they will not only sell you a gun, they will teach you how to fire the gun, they will do all the paperwork, they'll make sure you're legal, They'll take you in. They will show you how to shoot that gun. And hopefully you'll join some of their clubs where you can get into the habit of doing it like Lance does every 13 minutes. Yeah. I mean, Gun Range San Diego, I'm telling you, you can, okay, every 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 7853 Balboa Avenue, seven days a week, 10 to 10. Just go to Gun Range San Diego and dance along their website, and you'll be totally pleased. Oh, we have a good time over there all the time. By the way, that is Joe Hollywood Holyfield. That's mm-hmm. right. And, What's up, brother? Uh, where well, were you last week? Uh, I was in New Arizona on doing a little two-wheel excursion. Motorcycling. Yes, yeah. sir. Out there, we uh, uh, tooled around Yuma, and we went out to the Colorado River and cool. tooled around out there a little bit. Did some 
You dumped radio for a motorcycle? Uh, well, motorcycle and girls. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> if it for the girls, we'd be in trouble. Mm. So what's kicking over at uh, Guns, Gun Range San Diego? Well, I tell you, you know, we still we still got our ammo specials going on. We got $75 off of every M1A in the store right now, M1A uh, uh, 308 rifle, mm. semi-automatic. Wow. And we got Glock days coming up. So oh. uh, on uh, it's, it's May 13th, 13th and 14th, we're going to do – um, Glock days, and we got uh, Glock armors coming in from Glock, and they're going to be installing uh, night sights. So if you have a Glock, you, cut, you bring it in, and for sixty bucks, which is about two thirds of the price of the sights, they'll light it up. They're going to put them. They're going to sell them to you and put them on your gun. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and they're going to be answering any question you have about Glocks, how to how to soup them up, how to turn them into the race car Glock. Uh, it's going to be two days event. We're going to have uh, Krispy Kreme donuts there. We're going to do Starbucks coffee. We're going to do. Do you have to uh, register? No, no. It's first come, first serve. Just come on in. And then they will, and then they'll just do classes as people come in. Absolutely, yeah. And we're going to have you know uh, uh, talk, you know uh, uh, lectures and mm-hmm. talks and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. We're going to have the we're going to have the the doors open and you know uh, out on the grassy area like we do sometimes and it's going to be a it's going to be a really fun time. And Joe, how's that how are those sites different than the stock site? Well, the stock sites is everybody, you know, if if you have a Glock, you got the U in the back and the dot in the front yep. and, the, and they're the, white. Right, they're white. Yep. And the Glock sites, the the night sites are filled with a radioactive uh material called tritium. Tritium. Uh so and they glow and they have about a twelve to fifteen year shelf life. So, I gotcha. Is that a green glow or a red glow? Green. Okay. Will you glow afterwards? Uh, well, I'm always glowing. Well, that's <laughs> but yours is pink. tritium slides. That's nice. You glow pink. I don't know what's. So they're going to change the front and the back sight. The front and the back. And then you got to sight. Bucks. Then you got to sight the gun in after that. Well, yeah, and then we're going to have uh, you know if we, we we got some of those hot rotted up uh, Glocks over there at, at Gun Range San Diego, and you get to shoot those free. All you do is buy the ammo, and you go out there and just. Shoot those uh, zevved up and glocked up, and you know, oh, great. these really fun uh, glocks. You know that have been hot rotted up, and we're gonna have a really great time here in just a, just about ten days or so. And I don't think people realize how, how important night sights are. I mean, truly, I, I'm I'm pretty I'm a kind of a purist. I don't really do anything to my guns. I don't soup them up. But the one thing I always make sure to have are night sights because I went to a, a training class, a night you know shoot training <laughs> class. And you find out real quick that you can't see your your sights even if you have a uh, flashlight. Right. You know, you're training to use a flashlight. It's dark, whatever, bump in the night. You still can't see those front yeah, sights. The, a flashlight might even wash out your it sights. Do, absolutely. Like, it washes you, out, yeah. You can't see them at all. But the, the tritium-filled night sights, you get to acquire that front sight post quick, fast, and in a hurry. And, it, you know, and you, you're not shooting in total darkness anyway. However, in low-light right. situations, you know, it, you need to be able to pick up your front sight. So you can get you know rounds on target and quick, fast, and in a hurry. I don't shoot after dark. <laughs> if you're going well, well, to rob me, you got to do it between nine I, and five. I was going to say, you know, most Schedule bad guys time. they wait till the sun is high in the sky before they start, you know, <laughs> cracking in the bedroom window. And so for those those people that are going to call us and say, "Will you will you do that to my Springfield?" What are you going to tell them? Well, I want to tell them I'd love <laughs> come to. down and buy a Glock. Yeah, come down and buy, buy a Glock. Or Trade come, in that Springfield. Or, yeah. or 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 come down and buy a Springfield because guess what? Springfield Armory is doing a great deal right now. If you buy a Springfield between now and the end of June, you send in your receipt and you get four free magazines. They're still doing that. Yeah, they're still, they're doing, still doing that. that. Yeah, four That's free great. magazines, a holster, and a magazine caddy. Does Gun Range San Diego take in trades? 
We do sometimes. It depends on what you got. And, and, and here's the deal. Well, you know, Remember we, that 9 millimeter I was telling you about that my wife can't rack? <laughs> Bring it on down. It's with only it. been shot once. We'll take care of you. We'll but you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah. say somebody has a situation well, like that. And, and this is what I tell people. Mm. Listen, you know, trading your gun into gun range San Diego is like trading your car in at a car dealership. You always make more money if you sell it on your own. That's so true. I'm going to talk you into selling it on your own because I'm not in it to rip anybody off, yeah. you know, but I still got to keep the lights on. Yeah, but you're not going to even trade talk me into that. What you're going to talk me into doing is keeping it. Keep you keep it and then the buy heck, something else. Yeah, why would you want to get? That's like me and my 15 cars. You know, yeah, I mean, just because. Well, heck, it's already paid for. You might well, as well just hold see, on there to you it. There you go. Yeah, and you'll tell them, saying, "I ain't going to give you enough money for it to make it worth your while." Exactly, anyway. and so that's, and that's what I do. Kind of the truth. Yeah, and I tell them, you know, there, there's a lot of good, great sites out there like uh, uh, Arms List and uh, CalGuns.net. You know, you can sit buy and sell, and you can do a PPT. Mm. And if you do find somebody that wants to buy your gun, you come right down to Gun Range San Diego. It doesn't cost a lot of money. It's, do all the paperwork. It's, it's a state set. It's a state set fee of thirty five dollars, and we'll do all the paperwork for you. And make sure everything's legit. Make sure that you know you're not selling to anybody you shouldn't be. Uh, keep everything above board. Right, right, and, right. Uh, and you can you can sell a gun privately with um, the you know knowing that you you've done the right thing and you've done your due diligence. Right. You know what though? You know one conversation I've never had. Is someone who said, "Boy, I sure am glad I sold that gun ten years ago." Exactly. Nobody never ever, ever had. That. <laughs> yeah, I come to think of it, I've never heard that one. Either. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, I'm going to get Manny to t- train my wife how to rack a nine millimeter. That's all. I tell you, uh, Manny is. He knows how to do it. He does. You know what? He he does a great job. He got. Uh, you know, we had broken here a couple of weeks ago, and he she took his class, and uh, she got her a a Smith and Wesson uh, shield, mm. and and she's uh, she is. What it did for her is it gave her the confidence. Now, you know, before she had a gun. She, she just had sure, a gun. Right. She wasn't sure if she wanted to carry it. She wasn't sure, you know, she, but she had it, but she wasn't sure about it. Now, when she when she carries it, she's confident about it. She knows it's going to do her some good. So it's actually a, a tool in her toolbox that right. she can use. But she still needs more training. Everybody does. Every yeah. time she comes marksmanship, out. Yeah, marksmanship yeah. is a perishable skill. You know, I need more training. Yeah. You know, I've been shooting. I was on the Marine Corps shooting team for two years. Yeah. I need more training. Right. We all need more training. You know that when yeah. you do your, your car stuff. Driving. Right? Every time you go to a new car class or any mm-hmm. driving class, you learn something new or Absolutely. something that you forgot that you forgot, right? Yeah, and I so, know. No, so I that happens. To. No, it's it's absolutely. And I think that's one of the nice things about the way Gun Range San Diego operates. I, it, 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 the the selling of, of, of guns and ammo is almost the last thing on the list of what you do. It's kind of yeah. like, oh, by the way, we do. By the way, we do sell guns too well, because you're in training, you're in we classes. Do, we specialize in new shooters, and, and and I felt really proud to be a part of Gun Range San Diego earlier this week. Uh, I had a lady call in, and she says, "Hey, I wanted to, you know, come shoot, but I've never shot before." She goes, "Or I've, I've shot, but it's been years, and I want to bring a friend who's never shot." And we went to this other store, and she named the store. I won't name it. And they said, well, we'd rather you not shoot here. Whoa. Really? Yeah. No kidding. And I said, well, you know what? That's what we do is we specialize in new shooters. We love to take people who've never shot before, get them the basics, make them safe, get them behind the gun, let them fall in love. Right. And, you know, and keep them coming back. And that's how we spread. That's why the Second Amendment is growing. You know, gun ranges like Gun Range San Diego, organizations like the uh, San Diego County Gun Owners, that's why the Second Amendment is becoming, you know, so uh, uh, admired here in Southern California. 
How long do you think that guy be working for Gun Range San Diego if he told not even that? not even a minute, not <laughs> even a minute. You got to go. Golly. Yeah, we yeah, we love new shooters. We specialize in that. If you've never shot a gun before, come on down. Don't you love an untrained person? Don't you we love do. somebody that that's never ever? They have no bad habits. all those bad habits? Right. They never oh, had my. any bad habits. They Why come in, you... we teach them how to do things right the first time. And, then and they listen better. And they're a great gun owner for the rest of their lives. Wow. We had uh, one of our listeners, Ian, came by today. He goes, you know what? He goes, I used to I used to go to this gun store and this gun store. He goes, now I do nothing but gun range San Diego, no matter what. Right. Because I heard you guys on the radio, and Lance sends him the podcast. Yep. And uh, Boom. He, yeah, he's like – he's. He's like, the fact that you guys are uh, such Second Amendment, you know, advocates and things like that, he goes, I will never shop anywhere else. Uh, and, and that just, it's just one of those things yeah. that makes me proud to be a part of this, this gun range. Veronica is, is the best. She's great on she, she really cares about the community. And I'm so proud to be a part of the gun range a- in San Diego. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Hey, how about taking a break and we come back yep. and then it's a free-for-all? It, yeah. Yeah. we got a few things on our list. Though. you got to talk about yeah. gun prom, too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we do. And you got the... Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. We are the answer. Welcome back. This is Gun Range. No, it's not Gun. The two names are too close. Gun Sport. Who came up with that Gun Sports Radio name? Who did that? And we got Racer Radio now, too. I know. That's a fun one, too. I like that. That's a good kiz on that one today. Hey, this is Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. He is Lance. And this segment is brought to you by the good folks at Trident Gunsmithing. Trident Gunsmithing for all your gun needs, whether you're buying a gun, having it repaired, ammo, clothing, Protective gear, bags, you name it, Trident has it all. Go to tridentgunsmithing.com and make sure you stop by and tell them you heard it right here on AM 1170. So, let's kick it. we got open mic, but a ton of stuff to talk about. i got a about. real quick question. You guys were talking earlier about the the pistol list for the state of California. What do you call that list? The roster. The roster. Yes, Where do you the, find the that? California gun. Where do you yeah. find that? Do you, you have do? it posted on your website, Mike? Yeah, it's on the DOJ's website. You can Google DOJ California pistol roster. And it'll yeah, come it's, up. it's not hard. Just just Google approved, approved handguns for California. And then okay, you'll see it. two. Yeah. Well, there's 400. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> like, there's like 400 and some on there. Uh, that are left on there. That are left on there. But it, it drops exponentially each year because what they do is they say, all right, um, if you're in there, you're grandfathered in, all you have to do is pay your extortion fee, basically, to, to stay on the list. But if you change anything about your gun, now you have to keep up with all these extra things that we that we want, like a magazine disconnect, a loaded chamber. And you fall off the grandfather's right, list. Right, and if you fall off, and so if you change anything, the color. Right, the color. You change the color yeah. of really? it. Really? Absolutely. You change the sights. And you fall off the list, and then how would to get they back know on that? the list? How would they know that? Because you have to submit a new gun every year. You have to submit that gun every you have year. To physically five of them. take it down and you show have to it to send them. five of them every year down there, and, and they, you know, and uh, Mike's talked before about how he, the guys never failed a gun. Yeah, they never fail. It's just the all it is is a, is a big fat tax, and it. What happened was um, it's they, a gun ban is what it is. It, it's a it's a de facto gun ban. They they started it back in I think it was 
what, 04 or something like that. And they said, hey, we just want to make pistols safer. And all the gun advocates said, wait, 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 this is going to turn into a ban. And they said, oh, no, no, you're silly. So what they've done is kind of flash forward to today is they said, okay, you're now required to have a, a little serial number on the end of your firing pin so it stamps a casing so that we can tell where that casing went. You it's know, micro stamping. Micro stamping. Yeah. And, and that all sounds well and good. You know, all the manufacturers have said, great, we, we've complied with everything else. We want to comply with this. How do we do it? And the California DOJ said, well, we don't know. Tough. Well, there's no technology we'll out know. there to do it, but right. this, but we're going to require it anyway. Hey, you're, did you give away the two seats at the May 6th dinner yet? Oh, we got the big dinner coming up, the gun prom. <laughs> gun prom. Gun, uh, gun San prom. Diego County gun owners. It's and, all sold out. It's all well, sold out. It's way sold out. Yeah, way sold out. Yeah, way sold way out. Sold out. <laughs> and uh, uh, there's, a, there's a company called Alone and Unafraid. It's, a, it's an apparel company called Alone and Unafraid, and they do a lot of stuff for veterans and PTSD sufferers and that kind of thing. And they've gotten together with uh, San Diego County gun owners, and they're giving away two seats. So okay. they're giving away $300 worth of dinner. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, Chicken. Uh, um, so what you got to do is you either have to uh, submit something on the San Diego County gun owners Facebook or the Alone and Unafraid Facebook, but you have to have something that has both uh, companies in the photo. You can, you know, have a hold your phone up you can have it just print it out on your computer yeah. whatever wear a, wear a shirt whatever That's you want to do and they're going to give away two seasons today is the last day right. to enter so they're, make picking, sure you get them they're picking the winner tomorrow picking, picking the, winner the winner tomorrow, tomorrow. only way to, the only way to get into this dinner now is through your contest yep if you haven't already bought uh tickets 460 people at the Hotel Del Coronado, which is a beautiful venue. Mm-hmm. All kinds of prizes, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So you have to have San Diego County Gun Owners logo and Alone and Unafraid logo on a picture, right? And, anyway, and, however you can do it, whether it's a shirt, can you, you draw up, you can, Alone and Unafraid? You can draw it, write it out. Okay, I'm just you know, saying. Or go get a tattoo or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Get a tattoo, whatever somebody, it is. Somebody gets a tattoo. Yeah. That, that. And somebody's got it. And speaking of events, we've got the uh, Del Mar Gun Show coming up on the 21st. Mm-hmm. Of May. Yep. Of May. That's correct. That's yeah. Right. You got a, you got a we're going to be there. We're going to be there with a booth and passing out information and, and talking to people about the uh, you know the different laws and talking to people about San Diego County gun owners and all kinds of Are you guys stuff. broadcasting Mother's Day? Yes. Okay. Well, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, I was just thinking. Well, you have we it got, down here, so I we have to do something for Mother's Day. So we got. I'm going to come up with some kind of little. I got to find a mother. I got to find a mother to go shooting or something like that. <laughs> and we're going to bring her on. You can't go shoot a mother. No, we're going to bring a mother that's we're been gonna, shooting. Yeah, well, that's what we ought to do. We so Mother's Day is the 14th. Some, I mean, right. May's a big month. Mother. You got Mother's Day. You got the gun prom going on. And my wife's birthday. Which Michelle's is even, birthday? Yeah, that's way oh. more important. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, so it's huge. And then we got, and then of course Memorial Day. Memorial Day is coming up. It's just yeah. a big month. Ton, 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 you know, ton. Monday's already May 1st. It's hard to imagine. Don't even start with me. It's just Don't even that's start. That's tomorrow. So, Lance, you're asking about the uh, the website for the roster? Yes. It is certguns.doj.ca.gov. That's certguns, C-E-R-T guns.doj.ca.gov. They can't even have a website that's not complicated. No, I was just going to say well, that's yeah. because they don't want you to get anywhere in there. And every year, like I think, uh, um, I think it was like eighty-one guns fell off from fourteen to fifteen, and from uh, fifteen to or from fifteen to sixteen, and from sixteen to seventeen, another 
like 110. I mean, if they did that, to, like, you know, to cars that they're doing to. All right, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, hey, you know what? What, 90% of the cars a, wouldn't be it's sold It's not a car ban because, no. you, you know, you can't drive a Ford because Toyotas are still available. Right. So it's not a gun, it's not a car ban. Right. It's, it's totally ridiculous. Oh, well, it's, even, totally. It, it, it's, like, it's like saying, all right, well, you can buy any car you want as long as it flies. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and speaking of that, where are we at with that whole suppressor deal as far as, you know, there's a, a um, the federal law they're, they're trying to pass something about well, yeah, on know, the, on hunting the, and all that? Sure. On the federal, so a suppressor obviously uh, does the same thing to a gun that a muffler does to a car. Makes right. it Makes it. Reduces but it's important. Noise. But it's important to understand that it doesn't make it like the movies where you can't hear it. You no. still hear the thing go off. It just doesn't rack your ears. Right. It, it lowers it maybe twenty five. And it has nothing to do with like safety. It, no, it, it has everything to do with health, really, because yeah. you know it doesn't damage your ears. So yeah. a lot of people it's healthier want and safer to use a suppressor. Actually, right. they're against it. Yeah. Right. Well, so they're trying to make it's it easier on the federal level so that you can own a suppressor a little bit easier. Unfortunately, that's not going to help us in California because suppressors are outlawed on the state level. Um, so a lot of people were reading this and looking forward to it and saying, okay, great, finally. I could put a suppressor on my hunting rifle. If you move to Nevada. But California is one of the very few states that uh, doesn't uh, – And when you say very few, I mean, it's very few. It's like there's handful. only four states yeah, four, or five states yeah. or something like that that don't allow suppressors. The other states get it that, right. you know, you don't it's, need to have your – When you're hunting and to have, have headphones on all the time yeah. when you're hunting – doesn't work a lot of times because how do you yell to your buddy and all this I other know. stuff? It's just so, unsafe. So, does that mean California is just doomed? I mean, is there no. any light at the end of the tunnel? Well, is I there mean, anybody trying to get into office that is Second Amendment? Obviously, California just needs to modernize, and they need to because right now their laws are antiquated, and and uh, they need to progress to a a, a more modern standard so that because. You know, these well, are, who's the governor that we should be voting for? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Not Moonbeam. <laughs> so there isn't anybody. Well, you know, not ten, yet. <laughs> two, uh, eight out of the last ten governors have been Republican. Eight out of the, I'm sorry, eight out of the last ten governors have been Republican. You got Pete Wilson all the way back. Yeah. So you know, we've had a bad run here recently, but hopefully it'll get better. You know, if you're going to open up a marijuana store, you know, it's, it's illegal federally, but you can still sell your marijuana, but then you can't, you know, have a bank account and everything else like that. Well, it costs but, you, you know, a quarter You should be able to have your suppressor because it, it's not like the movies, you know, where you can't no, hear that thing. So no, It really isn't. No, it's just, yes, sir. I was say, before we get out of here, I just wanted to, you know, uh, for the gun prom. Yep. Gun Range San Diego has a Wyndham weaponry Carbon fiber AR that they're donating, and they can't wait to, to present. Uh, I, get, I get to present. Uh, it. Uh, yeah, get Lance already won it. <laughs> you didn't hear? Lance already owned it. You didn't get it. the Are memo? You, me? you know, it's really cool because a lot of people, um, you know, donation wise, uh, are real. Real generous when it comes to you know the gun prom, and so we're they looking are. forward to that. How many again. firearms are you giving away this year? Uh, I think we're up to fifteen. Holy plus plus a safe. And Trident gunsmithing, they're giving an upper, and then there's a couple little bit. We're up, I think we're up to 15 firearms now. Whoa. Yeah. Totally awesome. Nobody's going to come mess I'm with so us. I'm so excited that I get to be a part of it. Yeah, you do. You're wearing a tux, right? Uh, well, yeah. have you seen Dumb and Dumber? That's me. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. There you go. Tub. All right, folks, that's uh, Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. Uh, he's Lance. What's the information site for people want to send you, us a note? You know, if you want to email the, the show, it's a info at gunsportsradio.com, info at gunsportsradio.com. Like us on Facebook. Go on Facebook. Look for Gunsports Radio. Like us on there. You know, and check out our sponsors, too. Perfect. You know, 
you got Gun Range San Diego, terrific sponsor, the Gun Range San Diego, Trident Gunsmithing, of course. 5.11 Tactical. Don't, don't forget 5.11, man. They, and up and coming, Gator Z. You know, Gator's Glasses is going to be coming on as a sponsor. Oh, no, 10 so seconds, we're out of here. Dylan, right. Dylan don't you. forget Dylan. John Dylan. thank you. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.